welcome back to the Multiversity Manga Club. We took a little bit of a break uh, with life reasons, which if you uh, follow either me or Emily on Twitter, you might have like you know some inkling as to what that all entails. But the point is, we're back and we're picking up where we left off with the One Piece Club, uh, continuing this month by finishing off uh, Punk Hazard. And, you know, this is our last episode before we get to the real reason for the podcast uh i'm trying pretty, not pretty to much smile read, and pretty be like... much reads di- leads directly into it uh which is dress rosa but we got to do punk hazard first we got to finish yeah. up excuse me that was yeah. not i didn't force anybody to do this I, everyone was like oh it would be great to like go through one piece after those couple chapters like a few years ago where it showed the, the um, gold roger flashback it was not because i wanted to talk about dress rosa as part of it but it did not stem from that. Let, let's be clear in the record. That was your purpose. At, okay. After this, we start going through this at like 10 chapters an episode. <laughs> we need to really we need to really focus on the depths <laughs> of Dressarosa. Um, a chapter by chapter breakdown of the Miss, Mr. Pink. Uh, Senor, Senor Pink. Senor Pink. Oh, no, we are going to talk about that in depth. Oh, yeah. Because I love Senor Pink. Um I think we're going to come out with a new appreciation for Dressrosa. Yes. I hope. Because um, this, I mean, Walter started reading One Piece, like, I think when Punk Hazard was ending, which... No, I started in the middle of Dressrosa. So that's the thing. At some oh. point, I'm not 100% sure where. I'll probably, like, figure out as we're reading. It was reading. probably right before God Usopp, wasn't in, it? In I, it was definitely before God Usopp. It was, so God, in true. either next episode or maybe the one after that. I will have finally joined you two in having officially read every chapter of One yeah. Piece, not necessarily in straight order. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I started, I just jumped in in the middle of Dress Rosa, was very confused for most of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and still continue to be confused for the most part. Um, oh, you mean now? No, no, no. Oh, I mean, I like, like as I continued reading before we started doing oh, this. Oh, well, of course, yeah. Um, but. You know, by the end of Dressrosa, I was like kind of mostly kind of it's aware not. of the general brush brushstrokes of the plot, yeah, uh, where where it was going and all that. And plus, you know, I could always just ask you, "Hey, who the hell is this guy? What's his deal?" Um, oh, I'll tell you everything. Um, that, that's that's actually pretty interesting because I started reading One Piece around that same time, like kind of mid Dressrosa, but I fell off really quickly. I didn't mm-hmm. keep up with it. I um, can't blame you. I mean, that's like the, yeah, I would say it, like that, that's one of the worst times to have started reading One Piece. I mean, end of Punk Hazard, probably the worst. I, it was, it was one of those ones where I was mainly just kind of flipping through it, kind of just kind of, uh, you know, how you read the DC books on the DC three, uh, Zach, you know, just kind of <laughs> getting kind of surface impressions. I, I, I get, mm-hmm. of course. Um, no, that is how I do the new 52 stuff. Definitely. <laughs> uh, no time for that. In, until I was feeling like, you know, a bit more anchored by the end of it. Um, so I guess let's, uh, so we finished off last time with the whole thing of the law and what? Oh, never mind. <laughs> well, yes. The reveal of slime. It's not even really that important. It's just something Caesar made that was like converting the gas. I don't know. It was like the embodiment of the gas. The land of the dead attack, he calls yeah. it. Which which like links back to that he caused the right. the disaster on Punk Hazard a couple years ago. Right, he was Vegapunk. blaming it on Vegapunk. That part was cool, I thought. It good was old 
Good old Vega. The chapter was called like "Don't Do It, Vega Punk," but it was like it was Caesar's like fake fake uh, right. story about what had happened. Yeah. So. so are here's the question: Are we ever going to actually see Vega Punk? Do I think? don't know. I there have been so many times where it seems like <laughs> almost maybe. Even right. like pretty recently, there was like a yeah. chapter in like the last couple of months where he came up, right? And and then nothing. Yeah, at, at this point, I feel like you know I've I've read enough of the as as I just mentioned the the gap between of like the chapters that I haven't read is not very much. And yeah, I really do think it could just be that he's never actually like appears or it's, he we does just, not. He's only mentioned. No, that's um, what I'm saying. I'm saying like from now until the end, it's oh. possible like we just never see Vegapunk yeah, directly. Um, it's, it, I think it's more likely that we will. What if Vegapunk but... is Eam? I don't know. No, that that's good. That's going way ahead. I was thinking like a that's... tall guy we've never seen before. We haven't seen his face. I'm very interested Eam in Emu. Or... Maybe maybe he's Eam's brother. <laughs> maybe. Um. Here's here's something, um, slight tangent. If you if you guys want a good laugh, look up um, Vegapunk. People have we've talked about Vegapunk for so long. People have come up with fan sort of versions of what they think Vegapunk looks like, and it's all terrible. Like <laughs> the best ones are basically just like Doctor Light, Doctor Wily ripoffs. Right. Those are like the least cringeworthy ones. I've seen some <laughs> truly horrid, <laughs> like like even worse than like a like a sexy version of. So, so it's in such character like these are just really embarrassing like someone because th- so, you could think like someone thought this looked cool and i'm like <laughs> i i see one that kind of looks like it kind of looks like a cross between sanji and doc brown basically <laughs> right. Like right. Lloyd. right like like yeah i, I could kind of see vegapunk looking maybe like a dr wiley or like a dr brown or something but like or doc brown but like these just kind of Oh yeah, that, are, that's that's almost well, certainly the one that Zach's. That one's here. like one of the least bad ones I've seen. But good lord, what the? Anyway, just like people trying to like ape Oda style too, and yeah. like it just doesn't. Like just there, there's something that's there's something like natural to Oda how weird Oda yeah, stuff is that is I feel not... like it's really obvious when you're just trying to imitate him. It's JoJo esque in the sense that like he is not really ashamed of anything he's ever made. And I feel that this design. is a difference between him and, shall we say, like, uh, Toriyama, much as I love Toriyama, mm-hmm. that, like, I feel like a lot of, like, uh, fan creations or, like, you know, uh, stuff created originally for the anime or whatever, they can still feel, like, very in his, mm-hmm. in Toriyama's style. Um, yeah. But you know immediately when someone came up with something that wasn't Oda's design. Right. Like, even when I saw Shiki in, um, or Shiki in, um... A strong world i was like ah i think oda made that i mean the, the sword legs are very brave very bold creative choice um <laughs> no one is that brave it <laughs> must have only been oda. so oh speaking of yeah. strong world really quick another quick tangent i think <laughs> since the last time that we recorded they announced the one piece film red yes which Ooh. oda is gonna be Ooh. pretty involved in it sounds okay like. that's good because yeah. i still need to see um gold and is Rush or what was the other one called? Stampede. Uh, Stampede, yeah. Stampede. Yeah. Did yeah. that come out in English yet? I don't even know. Uh huh. It did. Okay, I got to get it. Yeah. Then. I'm just collecting all the One Piece movies because, like, there's no way I'm watching the show or collecting the show at all. Um, certainly not collecting it. No. In, until like uh, 50 years from now, they do they, a great they job. Do, yeah. Like a Kai equivalent. Not not cool. collecting it physically or in your brain. 
no the the dub is very quite is quite good for as much as they've done of it i it's it's pretty impressive sure Um, sure i mean also i mean of course the japanese dub too but like but yeah um punk hazard yeah punk hazard Uh, so yes we, we we left off with the reveal of slime um which was and yeah and as well more i guess like importantly to the broader plot the alliance between uh luffy and law Law. and they Um, we find out what they actually like plan to do which was in broad strokes um do we find out which is this where we find out which emperor they're aiming for kaido yes yes they do mention mention in this one that they're going for kaido they're going for kaido which is what's happening right now it's like a it's like a scheme that starts with like basically kidnapping caesar clown because he makes this stuff called okay this is a little confusing he makes this stuff called sad which is used to make something called smile fruits which are like fake devil fruits and they're all zoans which is as we know now in wano like kaido has used them to create an army basically of zon fruit users but there's some they have some problems they're not perfect they're not as good as regular devil fruits but basically uh by by kidnapping caesar and keeping him from making sad they are trying to get the guy who brokers all this in trouble who has gone who has until now gone by joker (laughs) which is weird he's the freaking joker freaking joker it's a don quixote do flamingo who he, he, I guess he does laugh a lot, and he He's the fourth smiles. Joker. Soon to be played by Willem Dafoe. That's right. Oh. Hmm. Oh, I didn't show you that. We'll get into that later. What? <laughs> oh, oh, I did see oh. a Joker. I thought you meant Dafoe. <laughs> oh, that would be pretty cool. I did. I did. That might not be the worst. That might not be the worst uh, choice for that. Um, okay, no, I did see the picture of. Wait, man, we've had a lot of indirect Willem Dafoe references on here. Like Goblin's choice. Anyway. So yeah, this is when you see this like <laughs> that that law is like yeah we're gonna get the flamingo in trouble, which will bring Kaido down on him. It will right. like weaken weaken a big sort of stronghold of power in the new world. Is sort of like the long plot and is still going now. Yeah, like, that, that's what we're still um, dealing with. Yeah, um, this is like a knocking over a huge pillar that's holding up a I don't know like, island or like something. if anything the yeah I guess that this will probably be something that I find out more when we get into. Um, the early dress rosa when everyone splits up like the only yes, thing the only was... thing that i've i've read since here that i don't really quite remember how it fits into the big picture is how big mom i mean we got some of that with fishman island of course i think they just kind of run into her and then there's stuff with that box that that they sent that that has the bombs in it or something and, uh-huh, and they're like yeah. oh no it's gonna the, the box of the master of masters you yeah. know, that would be funny if there was just a bomb in there. Some some Looney Tunes <laughs> TNT. So, yeah. Um, we, we do get a, a proper Caesar Clown fight, sort of. Kinda, yeah, it was it was pretty good, I yeah. thought. Um, I, I was kind of cold on Caesar Why, at first. What, what made you like Caesar I don't, again? I'm, so was it the face? He, <laughs> the has, a, face. he has a good face. Um, <laughs> it was what you were saying about, like, I thought the stuff with him kind of lying about the lying about stuff. yeah that i thought was done well um i like the 
the brown beard stuff actually i wasn't really paying attention to that character much but he was like kind of likable yeah and he like carried everybody around and i th- and i think that like <laughs> visually oda got to do some cool stuff yeah, with him when yeah. he like you know fought with luffy and all because he doesn't really have a normal body at all he's no. like got no feet he just sort of goes around like a um like a cartoon spirit kind of like he just floats now does he have any relation to buggy that we know why does he say that because he's a clown Oh, Caesar Clown. I don't know, you know what? I never thought about that. You never thought of that? <laughs> I don't think Buggy's last name is the Clown. Caesar's last name is Clown, so he has clown ancestry, I guess. It, it is like, he looks like Buggy, a buggy he, Clown. We find out that his last name is Clown and his middle name is the. But, but Buggy D and, Clown? And the, will of, D. the will of. Buggy D Clown. <laughs> <laughs> mispronouncing it wrong the whole time. <laughs> probably someone's made that joke before actually no but zach you know what i thought caesar kind of is like a new world buggy it kind of like he's definitely Mm -hmm. more powerful i would say and like even though he's not much of a fighter he can pretty much he doesn't really have to like punch or right like use any sort of weapon besides just his gas which sounds funny (laughs) yeah which there's also some like kind of a creative use of that like with like him kind of lighting the gas on fire and all that uh, yeah he had some interesting uh he had cast gas dinettes, which i thought was funny which is like 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 those things you click silly <laughs> whatever it's one piece that's silly and everything else is just everything totally until cool. now has been completely straight laced um, let's see yeah so so caesar does like sort of incapacitate them for a while but like luffy gets back and yeah beats him beats him up um there isn't too much to say about like the actual no it's pretty short fight which i think is probably was probably smart yeah it's pretty short like i said it looks good um yeah uh, there's there's definitely some interesting visual stuff um i did it is kind of interesting how like so so part of the thing with like slime and uh what's it called death land of the dead land of the dead which is just like this Um, smoke that keeps chasing them basically right it's the gas form of slime which is the thing that killed everything on punk hazard it's really before. weird so the slime kind of... ate a devil fruit which is an axolotl yes that's right <laughs> and became an axolotl slime. so so remember in um albasa right remember mr four's gun right it was a dog right this is the yes. first time Vegapunk, I think, is mentioned is, is Miss Merry Christmas. God, this is so dumb. Anyway, Miss Merry Christmas says that Vegapunk had figured out a way for inanimate objects to eat devil fruits. So, You're right. So he, like, basically infuses <laughs> a dog fruit with a gun. <laughs> so the gun Now the slime. The slime the has axolotl eaten axolotl fruit. Axolotl. Anyway, it's very strange. Um, yeah. So... So something that I thought was like kind of uh, gruesome, but turned out to not be as bad mm. was how part of, uh, C- I guess Caesar's like problem with Land of the Dead or the old version of it. I, I think don't know if it had like a different name or whatever. No, I think he just um, came up with this because he, he was showing it off to the black, to the black market. Yeah, he, he, he wants like, to like sell this, this off, you know, because he's like, you know, and, and there's some like, you know, fairly... You know, again, by the standards of like a children's cool. I liked manga, them. yeah, the idea that yeah, even like you know, 
so-called like peace-loving nations will want this because yeah i mean uh, you saw you see even baron tamago watching who is one of big mom's men well i guess that makes sense but right like yeah like they're like well wouldn't you want to have this to to basically make people scared basically um what is it mad mutual assured distraction yeah if everyone had it so yeah um so i guess like part of his problem with it before was that like you know people could get away from it so it's like changed it so it's like petrifies them basically if you play final fantasy 9 there's a scene in it in this forest that's like very memorable where like one of your party members gets like um petrified and sort of it's it's kind of i remember like as a 13 year old playing it being kind of arresting and it kind of reminded me of that but the the people are saved in the end yeah um, it turns out like i mean whatever it's because it's this is like oh you know you'll be petrified in there and you can't escape and you'll just die from it um but then it's like oh well actually it also serves to like preserve them because you can just then break them out and that's fine um yeah so law oh. kind of sets off to do his own thing yeah, this is all, and, and we'll learn more about this with Dressros, uh, of course, oh boy. but boy, will we. <laughs> um, the, the plan itself really has less to do with Kaido as far as Law is concerned, I would say. Like, Absolutely. He doesn't really care about like getting Kaido involved. No. Um, he just wants to bring down the Flamingo. It's now, so romantic. Anyway. We, we, don't, we don't really know why yet. Um, but we do get some initial impressions of like, you know, there, there's clearly like lots they of mentions that they have together. a past together and, you know, oh, um, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, you know, just like, oh, is this how you like treat me after all these years? And yeah. All that he like calls him on the phone and yeah. It, so the, the way that, that law starts to like sort of communicate with the Flamingo is that like this guy called Virgo who has been posing. So Virgo has been posing as a um, Navy guy. And I thought this was pretty nasty. Well, I thought he too. actually is. He, well, he is. He's a, just but, a but double. He's just but he's a like double. he's a double. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, I shouldn't have said that. He he really is a navy guy, but he's he like is like a Do Flamingo family. The um, long con. Right. Um. And he like his his quirk is like one of the weirdest I've ever seen in One Piece. He gets like food stuck to his face, but like really big pieces of food, like a steak. <laughs> it's a bit strange. Um. Yeah, and so, like, you know, it's revealed to some of the people working on Dressrosa that, or sorry, on Punk Hazard that, like, you know, Virgo has been basically, like, he actually doesn't care about them as soldiers and people and, like... Yeah. Yeah, there's... Some people feel betrayed and, like, Smoker especially gets pissed at him. Yeah. And so, like, Smoker, Law, (laughs) and Virgo start fighting in the room with the sad where... Because Law, like, basically wants to just basically destroy that stuff. So, Duffelmingo is fucked over Right, because at um, first it's at first it's just Virgo versus Smoker. Yeah, and he kind of yeah. just wa- what what's the word you say? Washes. Yeah, washes him. Yeah. yeah, um, but really it was actually what was it? Was it to get his? Yeah, it's to get Smoker's fighting him to get Law's heart back because Law had like kind of as like Law insurance. Law does a pretty clever thing actually with that. Well, that yeah, that's a different. Yeah. One. Yeah, as insurance. Like to Caesar Clown was of course like suspicious, like we see in a flashback. Well, Law gave his heart to right, yeah. right. So yeah. there's a flashback. Um, mm-hmm. Smoker gets it back. Yeah. The, there's a flashback about how like oh you know Caesar is <clears throat> like why should I trust you Law and you know you give me your heart because that's just something Monet's. that yeah it's just something that Law can do. Um, I'll it's give just you this little square thing. 
And so Virgo had been like holding on to that. And so the fight with Smoker was just a pretense for Smoker to recover the heart for Law. And then Law kind of just kicks Virgo's ass. Yeah. And like, it's funny because it's, like, it's not completely one sided, but. But like, it's cool because like Virgo like powers up and has like, it's covered in hockey basically. Yeah. And then Law just cuts him in half and then puts all his like body parts up on the, the railing, which is kind of funny. So when he calls Doflamingo, which I want to talk about this scene. It's, it's quite famous or i feel like it's famous because i've seen it a lot or maybe i've just read this part a lot you've seen it a lot. <laughs> it's famous to me you like you find out that doflamingo basically like lives in the playboy mansion it's pretty cool yeah he's just got he the... just like there's a huge double-page spread where he's just like i don't know lounging lounging on a couch with a lot of babes and a little girl the land of passion Yes, Dress Rosa. Um, and he's like, oh, Virgo. He's just, like, laughing and shit. He's like, I knew Law would betray us. And, you know, like, I haven't heard from him in so long. And he was doing all this weird stuff, like, becoming a warlord and... Wearing that uh, mushroom hat. Yeah, among other things. Um, and he's like, yeah, you can kill him. Well, obviously, like, Virgo doesn't do that. But... Um, this is the first time we sort of, like, really see him and not just sort of, like in sort of, like, pictures in people's heads where they're like, hey, Doflamingo is Joker. Um, yeah. So, we see some of the Doflamingo family there, too, but you don't really know who they are yet. Not really. Some of them are actually not very important at all. But, um, yeah. So, Law manages to take care of that. And that, that pisses Doflamingo off. Um, Does it? He's always laughing. No, tell. he's mad. Yeah, he's mad. Because he ends uh, up actually flying. He goes to Dres Rosa. And they well, don't he's not it. mad. He's laughing, actually. Yeah, he's yeah. doing both. So yeah. he, he does eventually go to Dres Rosa. Uh, Punk Rosa. Keep saying Punk Hazard. Punk Rosa. Punk Rosa. Punk keep saying Rosa. Rosa. Um, Surfer Rosa. Because we, it's interesting because you don't actually find out what the Flamingo's power is until like like 20 chapters in Dres Rosa or something. But <clears throat> basically he can sort of fly. Um by attaching to clouds right which as we've um, seen before is like a pretty rare power in but he can't really fly he just right. if, if it's um if there are clouds he can fly anywhere but... it's pretty fucking close <laughs> yeah it's like yeah. wonder woman and was True. that, was that in, what uh, i wasn't yeah i wasn't 84. gonna make the reference oh, but that is what it is like yeah except this is cooler oh um, yeah and i really liked how oda drew him flying it made him look like he was going really fast Everybody's sort of like, there's like a bunch yes. of speed lines and sort of the way he drew his like, I don't know, his, co- his um coat flapping or whatever. His boa. His feather boa. God, he's cool. Um, I guess, yeah, he's just wearing the feather coat at this point, not the boa. He's wearing, mm, he's wearing a shirt, yeah. <laughs> sort of. Is he? <laughs> I don't know. He's, um, Oda's, Oda's designer de Flamingo was interesting um yeah so now is there much after this point i mean so while this is all going on with luffy and with law i mean the crew is i mean they first of all they eventually get kind they of they help the kids escape they yeah they kind of look in on that and like you find out that caesar really was giving kids steroids and basically. poison and shit 
Yeah, there's trying I to guess, gigantize kids. Yeah, I guess, I guess there. Yeah, there's some talk yeah. about how like a big goal of the government and like other forces has been like you know how can we weaponize giants? How can we make more of them? Because well, yeah. To be fair, I don't think and the I government think... was condoning what Caesar was doing, but like they were doing experiments to some extent. Like, sure. Yeah. For, for, forgive me if I'm I, I may be wrong here, and Emily might remember, or Walt, you might, but I think don't we find a little bit more about this stuff out too in um in uh Big Mom the Big Mom arc. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, you're with right. Germa, right? Ger- yeah, yeah, maybe. yeah. I think you're right. There, there's something. I'll make a mental note to t- yeah. touch on it well, when we get to that, like six six months from now. Oh my gosh, yeah, true. Um, there's also um, I, I kind of want to just touch on the big fights. There's there's a pretty cool at least at least I like this. I think this is kind of a divisive scene for a lot of people. But there's a fight with Monet, Zoro, and uh, Tashiki, um, where Monet is like a Monet is a, is hard to explain. So like. You know, we found out in the last episode about, in the last um, One Piece Club, that she is a, like, hybrid law made her into a harpy, basically. Yeah. Like, traded her arms for wings, and she has bird talons for feet. Which means she, that there's just, like, a bird walking out there with a lady's arms and legs, which yeah. is terrifying to think of. In a crocodile with human arms and legs. Why doesn't Oda show us that? Actually, wait, no, there's just a crocodile head out there. Because Brownbeard was given a crocodile's, like, body? Whole, whole body, yeah, yeah. whole body. Because I'm surprised no one's like... asked for these in, like, the... Yeah, for the real. We've gotten so many, so many drawings of, like, people as kids. I was like, stuff. yeah, someone needs to say, like, want to see the bird that Monet swapped with or something. Um, it's just smoking a cigarette. <laughs> 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 that would be, like, the coolest thing to do. Um... So, but she can still like write and stuff. She she can use her wings as hands, basically. Um, yeah, because of the weird leg paralysis poison, <laughs> where it's like the the last time where like the poison like specifically targeted their legs or something. Yeah, convenient. Um, yeah. So I mean, the fight uh, you find out that that Monet also has a devil fruit, which is the snow fruit, I guess, and it's pretty cool i mean she can kind of turn like she is sort of just like a one piece typical like pretty woman character uh but like she kind of becomes pretty monstrous when she turns into a yeah like you know kind of like a snow form Um, again again pretty visually interesting uh stuff from oda i think um i think so as I've said before, and maybe maybe it's part partially just the fact that I, you know, at that point I was kind of lost um, with Dressrosa. Dressrosa to me, I remember it feeling like you know there's just way too much happening on each page. But part of that may have been that I it probably just you were just overwhelmed by all the information. Yeah, you're overwhelming getting, like, in general. Every chapter. <laughs> um, so maybe maybe I'm wrong on that count. Um, I guess we'll see. Well, so what you have to know about Dressrosa is it's the first time there's like a tournament arc in One Piece. Right, which is pretty... But like most of those characters aren't that important. There are actually a couple that are sort of show up later, but you don't really need to know who they are. Right. Except for maybe like Cavendish, but... A lot of, yeah, a lot of them like stay around and do things, but they aren't But they're not like, it's not like needing to know who Vegapunk is or or like Sengoku. 
stuff like that. Yeah. They don't really, they don't have sort of like a place in the, in the power structure, um, so to speak. They're not like an emperor or one of the supernovas or whatever. Um, so yeah, like, like, um, as they're helping the kids escape, like Zoro and Tashigi end up fighting Monet. And like, at first Tashigi is like fighting her because she thinks that Zoro won't go all out against a woman. (laughs) And it's like, well, it's kind of interesting because Zoro, like, the story has, like, framed Zoro's, like, story against, like, his dead friend who was a girl. Not that she was his rival, but I guess, like, that's what you were supposed to think. Like, if she had grown up, she would have been his rival right. in sword fighting. So, yeah. like, that's kind and, of there. And Tashiki looks, like, just like her. Right. Right. Which... I don't know if they're ever going to really do anything satisfying with that. I kind of, yeah, it's not really the the thing I'm looking forward to seeing the end of in one right. piece. Um, but like, so there's this kind of interesting, uh, she's, a, she's the nobody. She's, she's right. And, and Tashiki has nobody. just been like, right. Has just been like sucking this whole arc. I mean, she's just been like losing every fight. And like, I mean like law totally washes her and smoker and she's just kind of, I don't know. Like, she kind of gets a short end of the stick. Um, but, you know, Tashigi holds Monet off for a bit. And when she starts losing, I guess, like, Zoro jumps in. Like, she's like, well, c- can you handle it? And he's like, yeah, I got no problem killing killing women. <laughs> or, well, I mean, it's it's rare that people in, in One Piece kill someone else. But uh, Zoro does this kind of cool thing where he, like, charges at Monet but doesn't use hockey so that he does chop her in half but like she's in her snow form so she like is fine it's kind of like um when Luffy would punch Crocodile and there would just be a hole in him but it would just like yeah yeah. um but like the cool part I thought was that Monet is like so freaked out by this but she can't like reform back and the way Oda drew it was kind of neat like he draws like the snow like coming up and then sort of like falling back down in clumps and um and then, like, after Zoro does that, like, freaks her out, then Tashiki, like, takes her out. Which I thought, I thought it was mostly fine. I can sort of see why people wouldn't like it. It's kind of like a macho thing. But, like, I thought he, like, tried to do something with it. Which, like, rather than just be like, here's another chance for Zoro to look way cooler than Tashiki. Which, I guess he kind of did, but. A little bit. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It was different. Because um, now Zoro is just, like, <laughs> basically just the strongest swordsman and i was talking to walter about this earlier not to get into a power power level fight but i i think there's you could make a strong case that like zoro could beat luffy in a fight (laughs) um but not buggy because buggy is immune to cutting that's right (laughs) it's the type circle yeah buggy's (sighs) immune to all swords and it could beat mihawk actually if you think about it that's a good point (laughs) that could be funny to see like mihawk Somehow, for some reason, having to square off against Buggy and realizing, wait, what? <laughs> Imagine that that Castlevania picture, but it's like Mihawk in the chair and Buggy standing there, and you know the the whole what what is a man thing. Um, yeah, yeah, it's very, very funny. Um, uh, what else do we want to talk about? Um, yeah. I was just gonna say, I I I don't like this. Isn't like my favorite part of the arc or anything, but I yeah. am like anytime they do, you know. Zoro past stuff and like so you know Zoro's quest to be the greatest swordsman. I really like I I like all of that stuff and I like 
I like when he he and Tashigi get to interact and it doesn't happen very often. So um, I do yeah. like this part of yeah, the arc. I, I feel like I would like it more if they sort of, it's kind of like Sanji in the All Blue, which they like kind of forgot about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Instead, Sanji's kind of thing has since since whole cake it seems like his main characteristic is not wanting to be like his family which is okay i mean i think like there was that one good moment in whole cake which we'll get to with pudding but right um which i thought was like sort of like going back to the old sanji and like sort of true to his character but not in like an annoying or sort of exasperating way but it's the old sanji (laughs) yeah um so we were talking about how so so they do defeat caesar and they're like you know they're preparing to like take him off the island and sort of cooperating a little bit with the navy like mm-hmm. smokers kind of begrudgingly sort of working with the straw hats um they're sort of cleaning up after right. after getting rid of land of the dead and all that stuff and freeing everybody there's a kind of nice thing about how they uh how a smoker and especially tashiki are kind of like encouraging their crew that like yeah yeah that definitely wasn't um oh now i'm forgetting his name trader trader navy guy virgo virgo uh yeah it definitely wasn't virgo you know the you know the the virgo that you knew was like you know a good man and supported you and all that and i thought that was kind of yeah nice you know the idea that they lied to them though i will say people die in this arc Two people fucking die. That's um, right. It, it, this yeah, this goes what, back to it, Monet dies and Monet and Virgo um, die. Um, yes, yeah. So what what Law did was when he got Smoker's heart back, he switched because because so Caesar had Law had Monet's heart, and so when he gave a heart back to Caesar, he was like, "Here's Monet's heart, or here's Caesar, here's Smoker's heart back." He gave he actually gave um, Caesar Monet's heart. And so when Caesar was like, well, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get back at the straw hats for capturing me. He like stabs the heart and, uh, inadvertently like kills Monet. <laughs> um, Whoopsies. uh, you know, thinking it was smoker, but, um, right before she dies, like Monet was on the phone with Del Flamingo, who was, she's a surprise. She's a member of the Del Flamingo family too. And he's like, uh, you're going to like blow up that factory for me. Right. Like, uh, you're, you're totally loyal to me. Right. And she's like, yeah, like, People do seem really loyal to him. I wonder um, why. Probably because he's he's hot. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but she's like you know, and, and and the weird thing is that like they bring up this thing that like doesn't really doesn't really come up with Del Flamingo's story much at all. Is like you will be the king of the pirates. I was like, what? <laughs> I guess it's just something that like I think we talked about this before because like crocodiles. Crocodile's dream that he doesn't talk about is that he wanted to be Pirate King. Right. Which makes it kind of seem like it was just sort of a dead dream that, yeah, that died as he got, grew older. Yeah, I feel like there was someone else we talked about this with where it was like mentioned like, oh yeah, I want to, and I want to be King of the Pirates. Well, of course Blackbeard, but yeah, I mean, yeah, but... that's because he's Nega Luffy, but um, yeah, the thing about definitely being King of the Pirates, I think that's just something you assume people want. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, yeah you you would think it's just like what everybody wants but mm. but right no one ever talks so, about it as much as luffy does <laughs> right which i guess makes sense but so like you know monet dies saying that and she like presses the button and the sad factory explodes which i guess kills virgo too at least 
Virgo has not reappeared, and Monet certainly has not reappeared. I think she's pretty definitively dead. Yeah, Monet, I think, is the, definitively dead. Um, there's a there's an important bit that happens kind of around all of this that I want to mention before we get too far. Yeah, we see that? we see Law without his hat on <laughs> for mm-hmm. like just a second, and yeah. he he, he kind of looks like Billy Joe Armstrong from. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you're right. Oh he no, does. I hate that you said that. <laughs> oh wow he walks a lonely road he he, he does, does though he, he he walks a lonely road and he's he's tortured inside in some ways still flamingo is the american idiot <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. no he's spanish <laughs> so <laughs> uh, this could go so many Chris. ways because like law is waiting for september to end that's right and then wait wake up wake up the guy from the heart pirates <laughs> How does Beppo figure into all this? I, I don't know. He's the drummer. <laughs> um. So okay, I want to talk about how Trey, weird. That was his name. I want to talk about one of the weirdest characters in One Piece right now. Um. So we see. I think. I think Doflamingo's crew counts as some of the weirdest characters that have been in One Piece. There's quite and a few. One of them that ones. you don't see much after this, but you see here, and that I had sort of forgotten how weird he was is Buffalo. Um. <laughs> I don't want to say it's like a good design, but it's strange. Like he is a huge dude who has like a spinning power so he can become a helicopter. <laughs> I think the thing is that he's supposed to look like a windmill, which is a sort of oblique reference to not oblique, even a reference to, you know, Don Quixote um, de la Mancha. Um, right. There's one other reference to that story in the Del Flamingo family that is like not even that Im- well I mean it is important but it doesn't really have anything to do with anything but um yeah so so like before Del Flamingo goes to Punk Hazard he dispatches um two of his crew which who are uh Buffalo as I said and Baby Five who dresses like a French maid is always trying to kill Del Flamingo which we don't know why um well I do and I think they actually get into this but she like has a weapons fruit power she right, turns into any weapon. weapons it's pretty it's pretty funky um anyway they fight frankie and nami and they fight like the lesser straw hats i guess I, not, not lesser the less strong ones basically yeah. like frankie usopp and nami and i guess chopper would go in there too but um yeah this is really the only time you see like buffalo fight which i mean i guess makes sense he's not really he doesn't, loss. He doesn't really look like someone you'd want to see have a fight for like 10 chapters no you know? <laughs> Um, just oh boy like yeah 10 chapter long buffalo Buffalo. yeah and he's got like the Duflamingo family on his teeth because he's got like huge buck teeth it's very weird and maybe should have rethought that one I don't know (laughs) they can't all be winners no uh it's just he's he's designed how many characters in the course of this manga Duflamingo has a lot of freaks in his crew and I I mean that in like the nicest way I think because he does have some really cool like there's um there's a couple of cool um sort of minor crew members i mean um, there's senior well, senor we'll get into there's there's also lao g who's this old man <laughs> um and i think there's like the old artist lady who i forget her name but um yeah so i mean we'll we'll get to them later in dress rosa but you know they they eat it um and like law sets them loose on the ocean on like a tiny boat and is like here hopefully Duflamingo will find you and like and set you free and so Duflamingo like does find out about like Buffalo and Baby Five losing 
don't know why she's called Baby Five. I that's one thing I I've never been able to figure out. Um, but basically, she's trying to kill him because like he kills like all of her suitors or something because he's protective right. of her or something. Not in a weird way, as far as I know. But and and because of that, she's like always like chasing affection from anyone who <laughs> yeah the slightest like, the slightest like thing. She's it's, like it's fine. Um, you don't. It, it doesn't really come up it, much. It's kind of funny. It, there, there's she's something. Like, he needs me. Yeah. It, it it's one of the less bad like, it's like a less bad version of the Hancock. <laughs> sure. No. Yeah. It. Yeah. Um. Because it's well, I guess Hancock. It's, it's a minor, minor, more minor character. character. Yeah. So it's not as like sort of in your face. Uh. So, but that's when Doflamingo's like, all right, I'm going. Yeah. I'm going to um. To punk hazard and so like the way the way oda draws doflamingo sometimes kind of reminds me of like horror manga a little bit because sometimes he'll draw him like really mad and sort of like really shade in his face and show like the bulging veins and stuff and it's like ew um <laughs> he looks scary sometimes is what i'm trying to say sure um yeah and so we already talked about how he gets there which is flying on clouds right um so he gets there after the straw hats have left yes they leave with law because he he decides to have some fun and just like kill some navy guys which is pretty cool but then who should show up but oh kiju shows up this is one of the coolest i think like little moments in one piece where like because because um doflingo is about to kill smoker basically which he would have done but uh i think it was i forget if it was last episode or the one before we mentioned that there was basically like a civil war among the navy yeah basically um Um, a lot of people deserted or just sort of well akinu akinu is now the uh the um yeah it's in senkoku's place and and, uh, akiji has like basically left disgrace Mm -hmm. um yeah and and so we don't really know what he's doing yet no he's but he travels remember how he travels he rides his bike on the ocean he like So he like freezes the water which i think i think is a good way to get around the flying thing it's yeah. like okay he can't go really fast but he can go anywhere basically yeah. if he rises like um but yeah he just basically he just kind of shows up and you he's know, like stop. hey he it, just it, stops uh don't from, from killing yeah it's it's one of the cooler like it's like he's like hey hey that's my friend or something like yeah. i mean it seems random but it's cool like and so he is pretty cool as it were <laughs> it's quite cool um has he shown up since this? I think he has. So, like, he has to have, because I know... <sighs> I feel like, at least inside stuff he has, and we've seen his reaction yeah. stuff. Um, Do probably. we... We Go don't ahead. know in where we've read, like, who he is kind of allying with at this point. No, Do we? we don't. I okay, Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Um, We don't really know. I think if it... We might, we might have gotten some clues, but, like... As far as like really big alliances, like I really have no idea. Um, but he's always kind of been on his own way. I mean, like you know, he let Robin right, go right. from Ohara and stuff like that. He he sort of has. He's one of the more. He's the most like moral, I think, and compassionate of the vice admirals. Because um, because uh, Kisaru seems really just sort of to like just like where he is. Like he he's the one that like I think is one of the most dangerous because he's just like, hmm, yeah, that's fine. If Akiinu's in charge, I can keep yeah. doing what I'm doing. Like he seems really like into sort of the lawful, like, like having that sort of power sort of thing. Whereas Aokiji didn't really care about that. But uh, yeah, the Aokiji and Doflamingo have a pretty short fight, but uh, 
the most important thing we see is that like Doflamingo like survives being frozen to death by him, right? <laughs> Which is this kind of cool. And I'm, I watched this in the anime; it's nowhere near as cool. But like, so like, you know, it, we know that Aokiji's like freezing power basically kills you. But like, I guess Doflamingo right. is like using I don't know what inner hockey <laughs> power, and he like shakes free of it. But you see it like it like really it's he was like <laughs> he's like yeah I'm I'm all right right because uh, Aokiji's probably one of He's the more most, powerful than Doflamingo for sure. And um, one, just kind of one of the most powerful individuals people, yeah. in the story. Yes. Yeah. Um, this is, as, as Zach will, uh, can attest, this is like a thing that comes up in like X-Men comics sometimes. How like Iceman is like, you know, secretly one of the most powerful X-Men, if not, well, maybe not the most, but one of them. Yeah. Just because like, you know, yes, having that kind of, control over ice is very right very powerful yeah and but of yeah. course aokiji's a little lazy his his right. motto is lazy justice if you read the um uh like i think it's an sbs at some point right um and he's just like hmm, well i'll definitely go all right you know you do your thing um and so you know definitely goes pissed that like you know they left before him is i i mean of course like you know you can speculate but i think at this point you know, definitely go probably would have just slaughtered all the straw hats if this was like, you know, not a shonen manga. But right. um Yeah, so so he just basically got there too late. Um and Law sort of on the boat as they're leaving and they have Caesar with them, who have they like dressed Caesar up yet? No. That's no. in that's in, <laughs> that's in just Rosa. Where because Kinemon, that's right. So they have Kinemon with them too. Kinemon got his body back, by yeah, the way. Yeah, Kinemon got his body back. We met um, we got, almost, Oh shit, I forgot to mention Momonosuke. Yeah. Oh my god, I keep saying the name wrong. I always where the M. Thank you, Rampa. Is it Momo or Mono? Yeah, it's Momo. It's Momo. Um, Momo. So, Momo, who. Momo. Yeah. Momonosuke. Monosuke is from Danganronpa V3. <laughs> um, so, he has eaten some kind of, like, we can assume, like, a like a Zoan uh, smile fruit. Because he turns into sort of a lesser dragon, yeah. a small dragon. And well, he's this kid. Uh, it, well,. Yeah. It's not a smile fruit, though, is it? I thought it was. Uh, well, I... so it was Vegapunk. Oh, you're right. Because it was Vegapunk's, like, experimental devil fruit. So I thought it was a smile it fruit. I thought it might have been that he was using that devil fruit as, like, the template to make the smile fruit. Oh, shit. I had like this that. written down. I'm sorry. I, I can't remember. Um, oh, because I mean, you know, he ate Vegapunk's artificial devil fruit. It was um, artificial. Yes, it's it artificial. is an artificial. Okay. Yeah, so it's not as perfect as, like, a real zone but 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 vegapunks is stronger than the smile yeah because because if you think of caesar as like a lesser vegapunk yeah 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 yeah. Um, Yeah, and because we know later that smile fruits have like a side effect yes and that like Uh, it actually has to do with smile and then like think about the flamingo's flag it is like a line through a smiling face (laughs) whoa (laughs) the freaking joke uh yeah yeah i feel like uh, doesn't he have another nickname no never mind i don't know uh he might have another epithet fuck i can't remember it the pink panther (laughs) yeah Uh, he wears a feather boa and are you trying uh, to remember the lyrics to like his villain song no but it's a pretty good song everyone should look it up i don't know because it's in japanese but it sounds like sort of a a that the heavenly demon is his other 
Oh my. A- alias. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, so basically the last important thing that happens though, before, um, we, we, we read through to 700, right? 699. 699. Okay. Yeah. 699. Um, law basically tell like, just to like further, I guess, like rub salt in the wound. He's like, okay, definitely go. You need to quit the warlords. Um, if you quit the warlords, um, I'll give Caesar, I'll give you Caesar back. So I know you want him so bad. Everyone wants Caesar. Um, Love Caesar. <laughs> and that's that's when um, another famous face in One Piece, which is like the buggy face. There's the the Caesar clown face, which I also dearly love. Where um, I guess they're like I don't know. It's just a small scene where they're talking about like all the stuff Caesar did and like experimented on devil fruits. And um, Chopper's like, "You did all that?" And Caesar's like, "Hmm." Yeah. <laughs> he makes a really weird face. Like I can't I can't even really describe it, but he looks pleased. I guess. <laughs> he kind of has like puffed out cheeks yeah. and he looks like he's blushing <laughs> so i like caesar i don't know i mean he's bad but he's like kind of goofy and funny but i take him like a little more seriously than buggy a little bit more he, um he, he does continue to become like a little bit more endearing over time there is a funny thing with him later if you remember like like he has like a disguise later that's like very oh, this yeah. is much I later I, I think i remember <laughs> uh even after Dressrosa but so yeah um law issues that ultimatum and I guess we're waiting to see if uh the flamingo will well he says no he says he'll take it. okay he's like mm, yeah yeah and, I'll, and I don't like, care about they put that it in, they put it in the papers and all that and then they're going to like sneak like, into sneak into Dressrosa uh, which is totally not what law wanted to do the whole time yeah um I forget it. So I actually did read chapter 700 just because it was the last chapter in yeah. the paperback. I was like, fuck it, I'll read it. Um, so I don't remember if this happens in 700 or not. That they're... So yeah, Paul's like, we're going to sneak in there anyway and then, you know, bring it bring it all down, basically. Um, and... Yeah. But then it seems like that might be something that Doflamingo is counting on and he wants them to because he has aces oh that's right that's when you find that out okay because he's smart and he's like yeah they're gonna try to fuck with me so i'm also gonna fuck like i said that might have technically been in the chapter no it's in 700 yeah you're right it's in 700 so we're skipping ahead just a little bit but but um it's a good tease yeah so he's like "Hmm, i found uh aces devil fruit uh because he laughs like he he is his laugh which I guess doesn't sound super cool, but um, he laughs a lot, so it probably has to be a sort of normal sounding. Um, yeah, is there anything else you want to mention? Um, I mean, overall, no. I feel like this this arc is just kind of like a prelude to Dressrosa. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't really. It's not really remarkable. On its own. I don't think. Um, it does feel like it feels the most like sort of a transition. It feels yeah. pretty. It feels pretty smoothly, maybe not smooth, but it does feel like a transition arc. Yes. Um, I'd say it's the most transition arc-y of them so far. You you think about it, it's pretty, it's long. It's almost, you know, close to 50 chapters. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, in the scope of, of like, things it sets up for, like, it... the, the, these 40 to 50 chapters set up things that happen over the course of like the next three oh, yeah. 100 I would plus say, chapters. As we said, till now. 
Punkcast are yeah, just a totally, prelude yeah. to basically everything. Like that chapter where yeah. Law makes the makes the um the alliance with Luffy is basically the setup for the rest of One Piece. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, I've been yeah. possibly, yeah, pretty much. The setting whole up. end game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, setting yeah, up events. there there also there was one scene that I think we didn't mention that where we do see kid meet up with some of the other oh, that's right that's right yeah yeah yeah, yeah so he's like we're gonna make an alliance with like apu and was it basil hawkins i can't remember yes hawkins it was um, hawkins yeah yeah that's a hawkins pretty cool um let's see is there anything else i wanted to mention um yeah the the kids the kids do get saved Oh yeah, they go with the navy. navy It's a nice little nice. Tashiki's like you know, and and they were like, um, you know, they have to acknowledge they were saved by pirates and everything. Right, because at Um, first, like the navy folks are like, no, you know, they're bad or whatever. Yeah, but Um, they were like, no, they saved us and stuff. It's it's cute. And of course, Tashiki tells them like, we're gonna get help from Vegapunk. It's like, well, of course, we're never gonna see what happens there. (laughs) But uh, I think this was like. We saw like a silhouette of like an arm of him or maybe like a little bit the side so of his face. So he's like standing like, no. Um, oh yeah, we probably did. The, the, the image of Vegapunk I always remember is the one where he's like standing over um, a pacifista, right. over a Bartholomew Kuma um, mm-hmm. uh, clone robot thing. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I think Vegapunk is, I mean, not to get too into the weeds on this, but like, I think he's a little bit ambiguous i mean like i don't know how good or bad he is because like i mean he was doing experiments and stuff and like ways that suggest he was like probably experimenting on prisoners and stuff which isn't great um but he wasn't not, as like not a good look. overtly evil as you know caesar clown obviously sure. um and we still don't know <laughs> we still don't know to this day oh boy uh but yeah, so next time, I don't know, do you, I, I tried to find out where would be the best stopping place. Um, it seems like 30, 730 or 735 would both be good, but. It, Let's I mean, just 730. 730. Time. Okay. Yeah. I think that sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Because we'll I was get... thinking we would probably spend at least three to four episodes on Dressrosa. We need to talk about, um, you know, just. The, the extreme depth of Dressrosa and right. Duffelmingo's wardrobe and stuff. Um, <laughs> and the interesting relationships with people. We've just spent a whole a whole ten minutes <laughs> on that one SBS. Anyway. I mean I mean I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm not I'm not like the the as big into Dressrosa as you are just because I don't think anyone oh. is. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, that's probably but true. like Dressrosa is up there for me. Um I like it significantly better than the last two arcs we've talked about. So That's, um, I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, Dress Rose is my favorite one um, for like very like self-indulgent reasons. But uh, I do think it's really good though. I mean, I, I, I sort of understand like not liking it for the length. Like I can't really argue that. It is with that. very long. Well, like Wano is no longer. Yes, that's I mean, true. By a significant amount, I think. Um, yeah. And I mean, like Whole Cake is not that much shorter. No, than... Whole Cake is... I think Dress almost Rosa. as long. Technically, if you include it Zoe, is. especially. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, we'll, we'll get into it next so time. Seven, will... 700 to 730. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, you can find the three of us each on Twitter. I'm at Goodbye to a Shoe. I am at Cosmos, of course. 
And I'm at Wilker Fox. And Emily and I will be back in a couple of weeks to resume our Shonen Jump kind of check-in. Uh, I think we're probably next episode, we're mainly going to be talking about the three new series that started. We've got a good amount of chapters of each of them to talk and tell you how much we don't like them. That's not true. We don't like one of them. Oh, man. Um, the others the, are over. Is this the freaking DC3 cast over oh, here? I don't man. know. That's right. I like um, most of them. I mean, I don't hate... Mm, I kind of hate one of them, but... <laughs> Yeah. Strongly dislike it at least. Yeah. The other two are fine. Yeah. All right. All right. Then uh that's it. Have a good uh rest of your whatever time of day you're listening to this at. Rest of your January. Have a good one. Yeah. Or maybe you're listening to this in like, you know, March or something. Or ten years from now. Could be. Know. Could yeah. be. <laughs> All right. Bye bye. All right, bye.